Just came back from an interview at the Funny Bone in Columbus. Got an opportunity to interview comedian Cody. He made his break on social media, and now he's touring the world for comedy. Amazing dude. Great interview. Check it out. Hate Red Bull, dude. <laughs> Hate Red Bull. Uh, yeah, I mean, we kind of just get into it. Um, first, I appreciate you doing this. No, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so guys I've for been, having me. I've been thinking about it all day what I wanted to ask. Okay? And I figured out my question. So, 2021... There was a wild card game where my Cleveland Browns beat your Steelers. How bad do you hate the Browns? And my second question is, how did you become a Steelers fan? Okay, so I'll, I'll be honest with you. Uh, if I'm not rooting for the Steelers, I actually root for the Browns. Really? Surprise. Because it's uh, one of my really good friends that I actually went to high school with is y'all starting safety, Juan Thornhill. Really? Yeah, now we live right beside each other in Nashville, but... Uh, I was broken. I was broken, yeah. but it's a it's a building year. Yeah, we got our eighth string quarterback. You might get fields. You could. It could. 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 Uh, I don't know. I just like to keep my standards low. Yeah. But we have six rings, so. Yeah, that's something we don't have. Exactly. Yeah. Something we don't have. And at the end of the day, what's what's the game about? Yeah. Yeah, and you're always nine and eight at least, or yeah. know, back in the day eight and eight. So yeah, always about yeah. five hundred. You can guarantee that. Started off digging, buddy. This yeah. interview is going bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that that one broke me. But honestly, I'll uh, my my hometown is so small. I, I've got to root for him. So if I'm not cheering for the Steelers, I'll cheer for the Browns. All right. So this is something about like first. You were a pharmacist, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was doing some digging. I saw you were on like romance cob. You were a model for yeah. romance covers. Yeah. And now you're playing a world tour, comedian uh, like on a show. Like, how how does that happen? Uh, luck, uh, <laughs> prayer. Um, I man, I don't know. It it literally just blew up on social media and then turned into people going, "You should you should try stand up. You should try stand up." And I did my very first show about two years ago, and it turned into. Now we're doing 48 shows this year, including shows in Europe, Australia, Canada, yeah. and ah, it, it, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It's it's one of those things where I just got lucky, and yeah. I, I guess I hit at the right time during COVID. That's when like everybody was on social media, uh -huh. and it kind of just there was nobody doing comedy sk yeah. skits. It was more just lip syncing and yeah. dancing and stuff yeah. like that. So I kind of just tried to find my niche and. It, it just blew up, man. Yeah, there's like it 10 questions I have based on that, like, you just your career. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. My biggest thing was like, give the pharmacist with Rodney Skid. That one, that's personally my favorite. How do you develop a character like that and keep it going to where it's entertaining for like others and makes them want more? Yeah, luckily, there's a lot of medications out there, <laughs> and I've met a lot of patients that, and we, we've all done yeah. it. I mean, even when I was studying in the beginning, I mispronounced yeah. medications, but. They would come at me so angry, yeah. and they would just yell it out incorrectly. Yeah. So everyone in the medical field, we just we've learned to keep that composure. But in the back of our head, we're thinking, "What did you just say? Yeah. I have to write this down so I can tell people about it." So I based Rodney off of a magnitude of actual people, and I just called him Rodney. So there's no HIPAA violations. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, yeah that's medical fair. program 101. Tell nobody's business. Just Gave him a hat, a funny voice, and a list of medications that I've heard over time. 
and it just it worked out man it worked out i mean i think something that drew me to like you personally is like you were one of the only comedians i've known like that's really made it based off using tiktok and instagram you like really use social media to drive your success and make a name for yourself um did you ever think that social media was going to give you these avenues or was you just doing it for no fun? honestly it was um i had a friend that was just telling me to try it to try tiktok and this was right maybe 20 end of 2019 early 2020 and um i was like there's there's no way this is not for me so i I started doing little skits, and I think I had 40 followers for about four months, mm -hmm. and I just kept posting and posting and stayed consistent, and one video blew up, and in 12 hours, I think I woke up the next day, I had 180,000 followers, yeah. literally. That's from I went from 40 to 180, and then every video I posted after that just started jumping, like yeah. It was absolutely, I would have never in a million years expected any of this. It's overwhelming, but it's, it's, it's cool. That's it's so good. cool. I mean, do you, have you seen based on like your first video and then to where you are now, have you seen like, like, do you look back at those first videos and you kind of like cringe at them or do you like, do you appreciate that that's where you started? I think. Cause some people do that. Oh, I definitely cringe at some of my videos yeah. cause I did, uh, yeah, some cringy <laughs> stuff, but at the same time, I almost miss it because when. At the same time, it's a blessing and a curse because back then I didn't have any pressure yeah. to like throw out banger after banger. Yeah. I was just thinking of a stupid idea and would post a video. And now I'm like, it's got to be good if I post yeah. it. It's got to, it's got to be worth it every single time I post. So I'm slowly getting back to my my original content where I'm just thinking of new funny ideas and getting back to it. But yeah, it's I, I cringe yeah. for sure as we should. Yeah, we yeah. gotta we gotta be Dude, able to look that's back. That's what I say. My first stuff. I'm like, man, like that. I didn't edit. Can't that believe at all. I posted this. I'm yeah. like, this is like embarrassing. If anyone ever saw this, like, you yeah. mocked that. Yeah, mocked. It, it's crazy because when I first started making the Rodney videos, I didn't know how to cut and edit videos. So I would have my scrubs and white jacket, and then I would actually change clothes into what Rodney was wearing. I would do that three second bit. I'd change back into the scrubs. I didn't know I could film it all and then just go back. You could just do the little cuts and then. Man, I saved myself some time. It that's used to crazy. take me like hours. Now I can do it in like ten minutes. Yeah, that's great. I mean, it's such a change. Because, I mean, you were in last week, Colorado. Yeah, no, I I just got into Columbus maybe two hours ago, and then I was in Colorado Sunday, Monday. I was in Colorado Monday. So what all goes into like planning a tour and like how initially has it um, been so far? It honestly, it's just depending on who gets back with me yeah. and like I'll just pitch it to them and ask if I'll give them my stats from previous shows yeah. and things of that nature some people want a video yeah. and they'll they'll set up dates we try to link like what's close to what because my first tour I was going from like I did a show one night in Portland, Oregon, and then the next night in Raleigh, North Carolina. That's insane. So now it's like so now Cincinnati and Toledo don't seem yeah, I go, I'm, yeah, Columbus, Cincy, uh, Toledo, and then next week I go uh, New Orleans, Baton Rouge, and then Hattiesburg, Mississippi, but the next week I go Birmingham, Alabama, Appleton, Wisconsin, oh, and then back to Huntsville, Alabama. That's insane. That was my fault. 
somebody offered me a Friday show and I was like, I got to take it. Yeah. So I'll do the show, fly straight out after, do a show in Wisconsin, fly straight out and then drive to Huntsville, Alabama from Nashville. Was there any uh, comedic intentions in you doing a show in uh, London on July 4th? I, so they, they gave me a list of dates and I was like, what better way to spend Independence Day than in, I want to be the spokesperson for America to remind them what they lost. I want to, I want to represent. We were looking at like, we were like, he's got to have done something funny in his schedule. Like there's got to be, and we immediately saw that. I'm like, I got to Everybody loves that. No, I'm excited, man. It's, I have. I've been thinking about wearing a 1776 shirt on stage for that show. Just Come to out get, with like a wig. Like a everything. Everything. Yeah. Tights. All of that. No, it's going to be fun. But that that is hilarious. I didn't even... Yeah. They sent me that list. And when they sent me July 4th, I was like, wait a second. This this seems familiar. Yeah. Is it too soon, London? <laughs> yeah, but no. That's, I'm excited, man. That's going to be That's going to be good. And we're still adding to the UK and stuff like that. So... It'll be exciting, man. I'm, I'm curious to see how it goes. No, that's that's amazing. Um, I saw on also on the list. You have a couple of sites where you're filming. Are you making a special? Or are you working on it? Or yeah, we're gonna like yeah we're gonna be working with YouTube and doing a couple of specials. That's and uh, we've got Houston and Naples, Florida, that we're gonna try to push because I a lot of people don't even still know I do stand up. I gotta get some clips out there of me doing yeah. it, but it's so fast paced, man. How, just, how does that work? Are you like taking bits from each show are you going to work just trying to put one full show and then one full I mean I'm, work? yeah I, I take little bits from certain shows mm -hmm. and and go from there but for the most part I just need to get some content out there it's just hard because I feel like my best jokes that I want to post are going to be in the special yeah. so you just kind of have to wait yeah. and then once the special everybody that that's, doesn't purchase yeah. the special they'll be able to see yeah. those clips and but that's how you really get your name yeah. out as a comedian now on social media yeah, you just post clips doing stand-up as opposed to sketch comedy because people will yeah. see a funny video and not follow you. They yeah. see you do stand-up. They're like, okay, I want to follow this guy yeah. so I can go to a it's show. It's an interesting time because like, I still go back to all the old stuff. Like, and I was going to ask about like I'm a huge Jerry Seinfeld and like all that. Those, nice. are, my, those are my guys. Yeah, yeah. And I, I go back to all the old stuff. Um, um, who do you, you kind of look up to in this space? Oh, Dave Chappelle. 100% Dave Chappelle. Uh, Tom Segura. Bert Kreischer, I love Bert. We just went and saw Bert in Virginia. Um, third is probably actually tied with second, but I've been on a big kick with Shane Gillis. Absolutely He's amazing, yes. incredible comedian. He's you, so quick with it. I read something, um, correct me if I'm wrong, you don't want to, you, you want to like host SNL. That was like your dream, right? Or No, I mean, I would, I would like to be on a, like, I would like to host something. I would like to, do, I think I would do a good job at some sort of show, and that's what I want to get into. Yeah. acting, hosting, probably next year rather than touring so I can actually be at home for a little while because yeah. I've toured for three, almost three years now, straight. The crazy, the strain and everything on it. I'm um, aging quick, man. I'm aging quick, for sure. Um, how did, yeah, I wanted to go back to it. How did you get into romance novel cover. So I was 19 and I was actually living in a buddy's basement and he got into it. I don't know how, but he said, he told me and another guy that were there, uh, I'm flying to Los Angeles. If you guys can get the money up, y'all can, y'all are more than welcome to fly with me. I've never been outside of Virginia. So saved up some money. We flew to LA and we did all the 
LA things, you do the tour buses and you get to see all the celebrity houses. And I went running in Santa Monica. And as I was running, a photographer stopped me on the beach. This sounds sketchy and it probably <laughs> was. Uh, a photographer stopped me on the beach and was like, I'm shooting somebody that is like a similar build and I like your tattoos. Would you mind like jumping in? And I was like, when am I going to be in LA again? So I did it. I put on this random pair of jeans and got in the ocean and took pictures. And that night I got my first book cover. And from there, I got to live in Australia, Canada, New Zealand, all from doing book cover models. That's great. Yeah. That's cool. Do you have anything you want to comment on? Um, I mean, the thing that I was going to ask you is if you were wearing plenty on the July 4th show. Yeah, I got to throw on some Carhartt suspenders or something. Yeah. Well, Red, was, white, and blue. That was something that was going because I saw on the one tour you had you were wearing different jerseys. Yeah, for um, each. It just got too expensive. I was going to because we were, I forgot at home, but I had a, a retro. I haven't worn it in like two or three years. But I had a retro uh, Blue Jackets jersey I was going to give out. Oh, I would have rocked that mug. I would have rocked it. I, no, I, I was, I was going to ask them about it. But. Oh, no, you're good, man. Yeah, it's uh. Jerseys now are like 160 bucks, yeah. and it's. I was just running out. Like I had a uh, throwback Joe Burrow jersey in Louisiana. I saw that. Yeah, so the Yankees was your dad. Yeah, yeah, in New York had the Babe Ruth throwback jersey. Yeah. So I went hard last year. My my intentions were to just do pajamas this year, but that didn't work out. So. Yeah. Comfy is comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, we have a so a lot of like on our podcast we do um, a lot of people are like. You know, seven to like high school, we have some college guys. Um, you know, you're living most people's dream, and obviously, you definitely wouldn't have, at, you know, at some point in your life, you wouldn't have seen yourself here. What's like the best piece of advice you could give to somebody trying to like follow their dream? And do that? Oh, stay consistent and do not be intimidated by anybody else's opinion on what you're doing, or, or you. The worst thing you can do, especially if you're trying to get your name out there and and do something big is you can't compare yourself to what somebody else is doing because they don't see what you see they don't have the same vision you just have to stay consistent and stay true to what you want to do you can never go i want to do what they're doing you want to do your dream nobody else's yeah. dream because if you don't make it happen somebody's going to hire you to make their dream happen yeah because you kind of like paved the way with your own stuff you've done and yeah, and I, I take pride in that. I really do. And it's it's introduced me to so many great people. And entertainment industry is hard as it is. But, um, yeah, just stay consistent and focus on the bigger picture. Have you gotten any advice from, like, comedians or from things? Like, when you're trying to, like, work on something, you're like, how can I make this, like, really stick? Or have you asked about that any? Or um, oh, for sure. And I'll, I've met a lot of comedians where they'll come up to me after the show and they're like, hey, try this as a part of your joke because I'm still learning yeah. every single show. And they're like, try this and try tweet. And a lot of comedians will like spitball ideas with each other and yeah. trade jokes and stuff like that so they can take it on the road and build off of each other. But yeah, it's, it's cool. I would say the best piece of advice is you can't control who shows up. Yeah. You can't control how they feel or how they act or what they think is funny, but you can't control how much you enjoy being up there. Yeah. And nine times out of 10, as long as you're having a great time and you bring the energy, yeah. It's gonna so spread. Yeah. Yeah, it's all bring the energy. Yep. Um, obviously, we don't want to take up like too much. You're good, time. brother. No, I appreciate you guys um, so much. There was one question we I always ask is, when your career is over down the line, how do you want to be remembered? It's a tough question. 
Uh, I want to be remembered for getting people out of dark times. Mm -hmm. I want to be remembered as an outlet when people felt like they had nobody else. Because I've been there and done that. And the fact that I can somehow put people that went through similar struggles in their lives and put them all in one room and just laugh for a night together, uh, that's all I can ask. Yeah, I mean, that must be a cool thing. Cause I, I mean, I, I, when I look at stuff, I always see, like, people, like, their comments, like, you genuinely make their day. And, like, half the comments are, like, you put the smile on my face. Yeah. Like, why haven't you posted it? Like, people will see that. If you don't post in three or four, they'll be like, post, we need that. Yeah, it, it literally is, is mind-blowing. And that's that's why I mentally, I, I'm just, I prepared to do a show. It doesn't matter if there's five people out there or a thousand I'm going to make sure they feel better leaving than when they did coming in. That's all I can ask for. Yeah, was, what was your first show? Like? It was uh, making Georgia, and I had no idea if these jokes were going to be funny. I didn't have anybody. I didn't have a manager, any, no reviewing. I literally took my laptop, hit record, thought of as many funny stories as I could, and I brought that to my first show. It was 470 people, and the mayor of Macon, Georgia came to the show. That's crazy. Well, it was impressive. wall to wall. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, it was it was absolutely insane. And then from there I took what jokes didn't work and I tweaked them, kept what did work and I brought it to the next show. Yeah. Uh, I'll keep this the last one because I don't want to take up your voice oh, you're tonight. Good. Um personally, what is your favorite joke you ever told? You don't have one, it's fine. I'm just I just gotta ask. Oh I do, but you're gonna have to hear it tonight. Okay. Are y'all hanging out? Yeah, we're standing there. Oh hell yeah. Heck yeah, yeah. We're hang out. Oh. we came for a show. We're ready. Nice. All right. No, it's gonna be good. It's a different speed than my social media because I can, I get to say what I want to. Yeah. So it's uh, I'm excited for you guys to hear it. Y'all are gonna be like, wow, we shouldn't have done that interview. <laughs> no, it's gonna be fun. No, I'm it's excited. gonna be good. I'm excited. No. I'm happy Appreciate you came you to Columbus. Um, we were we were getting we were laughing because when we saw your one video coming in because uh, about the Ohio like the blog. Yeah. And we were like, it's exactly as you said it like. Was it uh, Highway 270? Yeah. Oh, that's oh man, I. Yeah, if you're going. I've had a 48-hour panic attack since <laughs> I've been here. And it's absolutely miserable, it's insane. man. Insane. It's like if you're not going 85, you're, you're gonna. Oh yeah, they're 85. Are we in the slow lane right now? <laughs> they're gonna. Their uh, license plate's gonna be on your bumper. I'm pretty sure a cop beeped at me to <laughs> just get out the way. One, no sirens, no nothing. I'm just going like 90. Pretty sure the speed limit's 70, but it's fine. Ohio. Yeah, no, I'm excited, man. Columbus it's going to be Ohio. fun. Yeah. I appreciate you again, man. No, absolutely, brother. Absolutely, man. Thank you guys for having me.